Hi all, this is Lee Matthew Goldberg, author and screenwriter. You're listening to Mallory Smart's Textual Healing Podcast, and this is another Off the Record. I'll be reading from my new novel, Immoral Origins, which takes place in Hell's Kitchen in the 1970s, and the song to be pairing with that is The Lovin' Spoonful's Hot Summer in the City. Here we go. There's a gun to the back of my head. The hammer makes a clicking sound. Whoever it is ain't fucking around. I should have seen this coming. It's either the one I fear or he sent someone in this place because he's too gutless to do it himself. Fucking bastard. Had me strip away every shred of morals and left me a hollow cave. Over the years, the blood on my palms has seeped into my love lines, my lifelines, my fate lines. I've visited the graves of those I've put in the earth. I expect nothing less than a direct elevator to hell when this tormentor finally pulls the trigger. Maybe I've been waiting for it, doing exactly the wrong thing in the hopes that I'll see the end, because there's no escaping. That's what the desire card promises, along with every wish it fulfills. But it wasn't supposed to be that way. Troublemaking kid from Hell's Kitchen? Sure, but mostly petty crimes. Figuring out ways to steal from the rich and give to the poor, i.e. me. Yeah, I'd spend time behind bars, but baby bars, not maximum security. Shoplifting something stupid, drunk tank, purse snatch, drunk tank. Breaking and entering, they never proved that one. Mags and I did it because mostly we were bored. I dropped out of high school and so did he. We flipped burgers at a smelly diner on 8th Avenue that paid shit. Then I was fired and Mags quit out of loyalty because we'd done everything together since the sandbox. And my girl Cheryl wanted a diamond tennis bracelet because she heard some celebrity on TV yapping about her husband getting one for their anniversary. I was already planning on dumping Cheryl because I'd heard she got with Crazy Eddie who fucked anything with limbs and might have given her the clap. But at the time, I'd seen this tennis bracelet in the window at Tiffany's and my God did it twinkle. I figured even if Cheryl didn't deserve it, my next girl would. So I tried to swipe it and slam-o, jail time number five. Mags bailed me out with money he lifted from his mom, and I moved back home with my folks and ailing little brother Emil, who'd spent half his life in hospitals. Ma yelled at me to take my GED and get a job. Pop Tammy with his belt. Emil cried. I went to sleep with the left side of my body all bruised and swore I'd figure out some way to wrench my life out of the pits I'd been in for too long. And voila, on Halloween night 1978, I was dressed like Robin Hood because he fit my motto and met Marilyn Monroe a mass wonder who led me on the path of greatness before death came lurking, to this gun poking the back of my head, to my brains Jackson Pollocked on the wall. But that night, I was simply starstruck. (laughs) 